no such thing as a bad movie podcast. I'm April Edmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue! And Colin Cunningham. And today we're going back to superhero movies. Choo, it's choo, been choo, so choo. long, right? I think since maybe X3. Oh, and that oh. was one that you loved. And I'm hoping it's true, April may maybe. come with a other opinion on this one, that you love this one as well. Yeah, so this was my pick. And Green Lantern from I 2011. Wanted. I didn't love this movie. <laughs> and I don't want to say I wanted to love it, but I was always intrigued by it because it was like such a massive failure. Yeah. That everyone hated it. Hey, it got my yeah. box office dollars when it came out and I saw it in IMAX 3D. Oh my god! <laughs> what about yeah. you, Colin? Uh, I rented it when it came out. Oh, okay. Um, not at the. T- it's. I had no interest in it. It just didn't look good to me. The trailer looked kind of shitty. Justin, were you a Green Lantern fan? Uh, not really. I know of Green Lantern. Uh, my Green Lantern was a guy named was it Kyle something, and that his comic book in the '90s was famous for uh, creating the term fridging of oh. women. That's oh, right. well, I know about that. Yeah, because his girlfriend was killed by a villain, cut up into pieces and put into his fridge. So that's where the term mm-hmm. comes from. Interesting. I think Gail Simone um, created it, another comic book artist, a writer. Yeah, I, I never knew anything about Green Lantern uh, until I saw this movie, I think. I knew he had a power ring and a lantern. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I didn't um, really know much about the character. I, was he, he was in like the uh, Justice League, like Super Friends, right? Uh, I never watched Super Friends. That's before me and April's time. But oh, okay, okay. <laughs> what? But I didn't realize that this was DC. I, yeah. I thought it was Marvel, which makes no sense. No, Green I'd Lantern wasn't in the up. Super Friends because I think Green Lantern as a character, he can technically do anything, and they want to avoid that. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's what's kind of crazy about this about the Green Lantern, which I think is kind of a neat idea. You can get really creative with it. Yeah, and they. Don't. And they don't. <laughs> no, no. It reminds me of the Neverending Story sequel where it's like you can wish for anything and he wishes for like a spray can to like spray like the monster's <laughs> eyes. It's yeah. like, you know you can make them explode, right? Um, but it's all I, just like the dumbest uh, visions that he has. But it is kind of neat that it's like I get to see renderings of different things instead of him just having like light powers that shoots at people. Like yeah. seemingly every superhero I, I'd these days I much prefer has. that to, yeah, to like just a, a green beam or something. We're looking at you, Miss yeah. Marvel, the uh, yeah. TV show. Oh God. Well, I remember, uh, the only thing I remember about Green Lantern is when I was young, it's like me and my cousin would talk and he's like, you know, who, if you could be any superhero, who would you be? And I was, oh, you like Superman or whatever. He's like, I'd be Green Lantern because I could just make kryptonite and kill Superman. No, no, that that's not do? how Green Lantern works. Like, okay. <laughs> I didn't think so. Well, the Green Lanterns are space cops. Yeah. yeah. And there's like as a, we're as we're told in this uh, yeah, very a, long. Opening. Yeah. This opening like uh, narration that was not added realize. at the last minute <laughs> in a panic. We swear. Apparently, uh, Jeffrey Rush, who shows up later Ooh. as an a- alien, coming off yeah. of uh, his Pirates of Caribbean fame, I'm sure getting this role. Yeah. I, I love Jeffrey Rush. I always have, and he's uh, great. He's actually okay in this. I mean, his voice is okay in this. He's, <laughs> yeah. a, he's, he's not actually in he's it. He's got a terrific voice. He does, um, and he should do more. Like uh, I, I was like, oh, is that Anthony Hopkins? Like <laughs> he should do that, more um, narration like that. Uh, Zack Snyder's space opera is Anthony Hopkins playing the robot. Exactly. Yeah. I don't even remember the name of the movie, which is why. Uh, <laughs> Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. There we go. Last week. I know. Ben's already you left. Can't your remember brain. the movie or the robot. <laughs> the robot had. Oh, I remember the robot, like Jimmy the robot or whatever his name was. <laughs> oh, is that his name? No, I, I think it had a cooler name than Jimmy. But... Tell your friends to ask for Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, I'm looking here. Nope. 
Robot Jimmy. That's his name. Wow, you were actually right. <laughs> uh, I listened yeah. to the flop house and they did it, so that's why I remembered it. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I gotta check that out. Uh, um, yeah, so Green Lantern is Ryan Reynolds, who, man... We love uh, Ryan Reynolds, right? Uh, uh, let's take this moment to advertise for Mint Mobile. The Mint Mobile is a new... <laughs> Shut up! We've covered a lot of Ryan Reynolds movies, I feel yeah, like, Yeah, he's bad. <laughs> That's why. On, um, uh, on the Patreon, maybe on a regular episode, I'm not sure. Like, we did Free Guy, we did whatever the fuck that sci-fi movie was. That I can't... Oh, uh, at Project Adam? Yes. Or Adam Project? <laughs> I kept wanting to say the Cloverfield Did Paradox, we do that one? I don't know if I've seen all of that. Okay. We did the Adam Project. I think we did, yeah. I think it was on a Patreon. That movie is wild because it's so bad. But um, we'll never talk about april's favorite movie the nine right the april nines? the nines i do i did like the nines okay. what was that okay so we've talked about this i was a ryan reynolds fan before he became everywhere uh-huh. i watched him on uh, two guys a girl in a pizza place oh. he's also canadian and uh so he was on sitcoms and then he was doing like canadian movies and I, which i believe the nines is no Muslim it's a hollywood Kirkland. movie because it was directed oh. by john august who's like a screenwriter that has kind of been forgotten he wrote like tim burton's uh willy wonka he also did charlie's mm. angels one and oh. two he did Aladdin, oh, yeah. Frank and Weenie, Dark Shadows. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the nines, that's probably a movie going back to, I'll be like, oh, this isn't very good. But at the time, I, I think Octavia Spencer was in it. What is no, it? No, you're oh, thinking okay. of Melissa McCarthy is in it. No, I think Octavia Spencer is Oh, is she in it too? too? Um, anyway. it? Yep, she is. You're right. So what it is, is it's like a movie split into three and it's like three different stories where the same actors are in it, but they play different characters. I can't remember so what's it's like Cloud fir- Atlas. Yeah, but much, much worse. I can't remember the first story is, but the second story, he's like a screenwriter and it's kind of, they're all shot in different styles. It's like shot like cinema verite. And then the third story is like the movie he was screenwriting. Uh, It's it's very, very arty. Can you imagine that like you're sitting in a mansion and you look at your filmography and it's the Guy Ritchie Aladdin, the stop motion Frank and Weenie, Dark Shadows, (laughs) The Nines, Corpse Bride, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Ugh, Titan A.E. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, and also Go. Uh, people Which like I've Go. Never seen. I've never seen, but everyone seemed to love Go. Yeah. Uh, he wrote that? Yeah, he did. God, That's he it. directed that. Doug Lyman. Yeah, Doug Lyman did Go. Yeah. yeah, he was coming off a of swingers. Doug Lyman, supposedly the most um, can't-make-a-decision director to ever work in Hollywood. Yeah, he has like a nightmarish reputation. Yes. So and was the Green Lantern the first superhero uh, movie that Ryan Reynolds did? Like, was this before Wolverine Origins? Uh, yes. When did Wolverine Origins come out? No, I think this was after Wolverine after. Origins. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. 2009 was Wolverine Origins. Oh, wow. Oh, Wolverine Origins. Mm, too much <laughs> citrus. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe this movie was 2011. Yeah. Uh, why? Because it looks so bad. It or? feels like such an early two thousands movie. Well, feels the, and looks. This like was one. the awkward period. Um, the other awkward period for superhero movies because mm-hmm. Iron Man was two thousand nine and it did so good. <laughs> Would you and- believe that this came out after Iron Man? Other than the <laughs> fact that structurally it's trying to rip it off at every turn and making every <laughs> exactly. bad decision. Well, that's what I'm saying. A lot of movies were trying really hard to be Iron Man. I, this movie reminded me a lot of another superhero movie I hated called Hancock that came. Oh out. yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Or under that its original title, terrible. Tonight He Comes. Yeah. Hey, hey, oh. Um, but yeah, that movie just got everything wrong tone-wise, look-wise. Oh, Hancock came shot. out a year before Iron Man. 
What? Holy shit. I could have yep. sworn it was after Iron Man. Uh-uh. Well, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong then. So Iron Man ripped off Hancock. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, that's no. right. <laughs> Hancock DC? I don't nope. know. It's... Hancock was its own original yeah. thing. Uh, oh, it's not based on a comic. I don't oh. think so. Uh-uh. No. Oh, shit. So this, if it was a comic, it's like an indie one. Uh, yeah. Th- this is like the... the uh, they keep, Studios keep trying to make Ryan Reynolds a thing, and I... I well, they have. They didn't. He is now. They didn't do it until yeah, with, Deadpool. with Deadpool, and that's pretty much it. Like he can't. Can he open a movie? I don't know. He was uh, that Him Christmas and Bodyguard movie. was successful. Was it? Yeah, and we all watch Red Notice, right? Uh, that's we something. Love that's an, that's Red another Notice. one we covered on oh, the yeah, podcast. We covered it. It's it, so forgettable. It's been watched by billion minutes. <laughs> <laughs> is there any more successful <laughs> film than that? Um, but the, the thing, he's the same character in every movie. And earlier in his career, the Nines, um, buried. Mm-hmm. He was at least well. Okay, actually, he wasn't really different characters. It was just, am I funny or am I not funny? He never plays like. Well, he's not a character actor, right? No, and he doesn't have to be, or a good one. I mean, it's just if his default personality was just anything. Uh, Less obnoxious. Yeah, he's you know either I mean? obnoxious, jerk, or goofy. Like the thing about Ryan Reynolds guy. is, he should be playing the jerk boyfriend in a romantic comedy. That's yeah. the role he was born to play. Yeah. No, and he did rom coms where he was the lead. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not, were you Van jerk. Wilder pilled, April? Yeah, we <laughs> talked about this last week. I did. I thought Van oh. Wilder was very funny oh, okay. at the time. <laughs> but uh, this is in this movie. He's like they they don't know which way to go. He's like kind of is that Ryan Reynolds character, but just muted, like dialed yeah. way, way, way down. So, uh, and because he can't really act, he, it, it's, it's just a flat, he comes off as just so flat and bland. Yeah. Like, and I mean, Deadpool works because he, it's pushed to the extreme that you're kind of like, he, it's a part he was born to play, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but uh, anything else is just like, yeah, he just comes off like a jerk. Um, I, 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 I thought, I used to think he was charming on, Two guys and a girl. Maybe mm-hmm. I should try and find an episode and go back and watch it. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, that's on I you. mean, he's no Nathan Fillion, who's also on that show. Oh, but it's boy. not one of the two guys. <laughs> Don't get confused. It's not one of the two guys. <laughs> who's um, the other guy? Uh, some character actor. I, I don't remember his name. Uh, uh, and also starring in this movie, this is probably the only movie I've seen her in, Blake Lively. No, didn't you see the one where she's stranded on a rock? The Shallows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was actually pretty good. I didn't see that, but I've seen her in a few things. Ryan Reynolds played the shark in that movie. <laughs> um, oh, that wisecracking shark. I don't think Blake Lively is that great enough. It was a real shark's tale. Oh, I got a movie to watch for this. <laughs> oh, no, not no. shark tale. <laughs> um, ben, you guys Ben's didn't see be... A Simple Favor? She was very good in that. Uh, uh, nope. No, but yeah, I heard I heard good things about that movie too. So I think I just haven't seen her in uh, in a lot. But she's not like a hugely successful actor. I think maybe she. Uh, I, I mean, she was in like a million episodes of that Gossip Girl TV show. She's Cafe stuff, Society, yeah. the Woody Allen movie. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Um, but I think that I hate this sounds bitchy, but I think that she kind of gets by on her looks. But I don't think she's bad in this. <laughs> oh I think man, that, it's been a while since April started railing uh, against oh, a, no, my a conventionally pretty misogyny. actor. Um, she is very pretty. I do think she looks a little too young in this to be the okay. character she is. But I didn't think that her performance like stunk. No, no, no. I, I, I don't. I think she's fine. I don't think anybody's bad in this. Wait, like, it's wait, just, April. Blake Lively's in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Have you seen that? I have. And she's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Okay, now we have to talk about age because uh, Peter Sarsgaard is also in this movie playing Hector, <laughs> Hector Hammond. And he's not Hector Hammond. The, one of the Sarsgaards that you think. Yeah. He's not related to that family. He's a Sarsgaard, not a Skarsgaard. That's right. <laughs> Sarsgaard, not Skarsgaard. Everybody yeah. remember it. Okay, we got it. Um, so Ryan so Reynolds. So his father and brother, they're actors too, right? Oh. I think they actually oh. are more oh, Sarsgaard. No way. <laughs> are there? No, anyway, we'll never get to the bottom of this. Um, in the movie, Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, and Peter Sarsgaard uh, apparently grew up together as kids. They're supposed to all be the same age, and they all went to school together. Uh, uh, which is w- widely inaccurate. Which is so insane because, I mean, Peter Sarsgaard in this movie looks older than Tim Robbins, which is like his dad. <laughs> You're not wait, wait. wrong. How? <laughs> what do you think the difference in age is? No, I, I looked it up last night, so I know. Oh, did you? <laughs> Colin, do you know? I think like Blake Lively's in her 20s in this movie. She was 24, uh, the actor. And uh, so age-wise, Brian Reynolds was 11 years older than her, I think. And then Peter Sarsgaard... Is like, like four years older than that. Um, so is Peter Sarsgaard uh, the one having the most fun in this movie, though? Is anybody having fun? I mean, I'm gonna say yes. Um, I mean, now, maybe. now the thing that excited me the most about this film, though, was that it was directed by Martin Casino Royale Campbell. I cannot believe this. I mean, I, I cannot believe it. He's he's yeah. so good. Like he's so good at action. I mean, um, Casino Royale, my favorite of the, the new best Bond film of all time. But, but yeah. the thing about Mark Campbell is like, oh, he's very good at like grounded, kind of stripped down movies. Yes. It's like, let's give him this big CGI spectacle. And I, he's just lost in it. Yeah, I can only blame it on that because even the uh, the Zorro film, Mask of Zorro, phenomenal action scenes, like yeah. so mm-hmm. well shot and edited and, and paced. That's what he's so, so good at. And you just give him this and it's just a bunch of people standing on green screen yeah, it's dog poo poo. Like literally, it's like you can't yeah. you can't do anything. And I Just... know now we're like used to that, but at the time it was like not. Really yeah, I hope that the uh, future of cinema won't be this. Yeah, huh? Huh? it's true. But like, yeah, they they went so far in this, especially when he leaves Earth, where it's it's just nothing is concretely there except for apparently Mark Strong's makeup. <laughs> okay, well, let's start this movie with uh, a big introduction, and then we get. Some people on a planet get attacked by a poop cloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Name's Parallax. Yeah. And, Parallax. And I, I have to say, yeah, it is a big kind of poop fart cloud or something with tendrils. <laughs> but it's like nothing in this movie. And I don't like to, you know, pile on like VFX artists and stuff. But like nothing in this movie looks real at all like the aliens everything looks like a cartoon i don't well, think the design I mean, is bad yeah i kind of like how they make the aliens look really weird but I like the design it, choices yeah yeah but structurally just, this movie is such a mess and his mask oh man oh my god I let's mean, talk about the suit colin apparently <sighs> it's all cg it is all yeah. cg oh what i thought it was practical <laughs> this, this why is, but why it's such a bizarre decision. The like, choice was why, weird. why? You could just have him wear a Zorro mask and, a and suit. stick it to his face. I, I just don't get it. Like, I, I yeah, I, he could wear a suit. He's got, he's jacked. It's not like they're making him a fake body, you know? Yeah, it's just so weird. It, it, it's and the, not only like the cost that it adds to the movie and just like the complications in like shooting it, but just like how lame it looks and yeah just, it's well a, i mean now all the stuff is done with cgi any superhero costume well but not a hundred but not a hundred percent of the time but, uh, black panther 
I know, um, but, I, but, but did he, was there not an actual practical suit there? There was, there was but they redid it all in like oh. Captain America Civil War. Yeah. But now it looks yeah. flawless. There's stuff in like Avengers Endgame where they, yeah. they're all wearing those time travel suits that were all CG. It, it, looks, it looks flawless. You'd <laughs> that's never know. so funny because it's like you guys couldn't couldn't build the suits for the movie. It's, <laughs> it's just, like, you know what it comes down to? It's like they don't want to decide on the design. That is insane. That's yeah, I know. Is. And it's Marvel. It's like you got uh, your um, bingo cards out, folks. We're not going to we're not going to pick our design until the last possible minute. So we don't want to build something on set and like spend money on it because we know we're going to change it in post and CG anyway. Do you think maybe that was the mindset for Green Lantern? No. Yeah. Um. No. It was this was DC, and it was the director was saying is because he wanted like this constant kind of pulsing of energy through it like it was like flowing through kind of muscles and make it look glowy yeah and yeah. it kind of like would flex and react in a way that you couldn't with a practical suit but right, i don't right. think it's worth it in the end for, no for but what the you film itself seems to have been tinkered a lot in post-production oh yeah yeah big like time. there's huge chunks that seem to be missing or moved around yes yeah because especially like the introduction of peter sarsgaard character i was like oh did i miss two scenes because yeah. i don't know who <laughs> they try and like we're just we're automatically introduced to him what like reading a newspaper headline that has like Blake Lively on it and he like looks at it and we have no idea who this man is and yeah. he is immediately sent to to look after the the dying Tamora Morrison well apparently okay I there was a uh, an extended cut or director yeah cut. I watched that version there's oh, not did. that much in it yeah mm. but there's like a whole intro with them as kids or something growing yeah up. where's their kids uh, there's <laughs> more before the very funny scene where young Ryan Reynolds runs to his dad coming oh. out of a plane before the plane I mean, explodes. That, that's in the movie and uh, yeah we were laughing it's in the movie as flashbacks and it is so I'm gonna funny. be completely fine oh! yeah. <laughs> yeah keep my keep my jacket warm for me yeah so in the, in the theatrical cut he has those flashbacks while he's uh flying a plane mm-hmm. into the uh, atmosphere which just reminded me of a much better movie stealth which we need to cover on this podcast. that movie's terrible <laughs> it's, April. Hilarious. it's hilarious hey she no, said a much it, better it, movie it, <laughs> no yeah. it's got that rob cohen stink on it that even though it should be fun <laughs> it's just a slog to get through uh, i remember you, liking it but even I though it know. has such amazing lines as uh Oh my God, it's downloading songs from the internet. Which ones? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> and then it just plays new metal. Maybe that's why I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's exactly why you love that movie because it's, it's just of, new, endless new metal. It's a lot of incubus. So, yeah. In we, the uh, two hour documentary on the DVD of Stealth, which I've watched, Rob Cohen's like, we need a sound that, you know, no one has ever heard before. And it's just new metal. No, it's like yeah. metal, but newer. New. Exactly. Uh, and we you. Could, we could spell new with a U. Um, so yeah, we get this, what they, they uncover this fart poop thing, uh, parallax in the middle of a moon or something. And then it, uh, it's unleashed, uh, Tamura Morrison, uh, shows up here. He's yeah. another two time we were talking about, you know, people who have showed up in multiple, um, uh, superhero movies. Yeah. We've got so a lot he, of them in here. He's in this and I'd be curious Aquaman. to know. Uh, yeah, Aquaman he's in. Mm-hmm. To know who are the actors we've talked the most about on No Such Thing as a Bad Movie. I'm going to say Ooh. Ryan Reynolds because as far as like, the, the movies that we've covered, I think Butler? this is the fourth. Probably uh, Nick yeah, Cage. Ger- yeah, maybe Nick Cage. Gerard Butler. Like as far as like that's in movies like that we have covered. Jerry B. Yeah, yeah he's like the patron saint of we've our done podcast. A, we've done a few Jerry Bs, that's for sure. Oh I man, mean, we haven't also, had Jerry B on here in a long time. Well, Jim Belushi also comes up like oh, every Jim episode. Belushi, yeah. But we haven't done a lot of movies he's in. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> 
comes up, <laughs> he comes as, up as, every he does, as he every should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we get what was it like? Uh, t- uh, Timura Morrison in in makeup. He's fighting parallax. Is he purple or red? He's like purple. He's, red-ish. he's purple. He's purple. Yeah, it kind of changes. Right. I was uh, like, oh, he looks like Thanos. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. Uh, he gets ejected. He like crash lands on Earth, and then we're introduced to Ryan Reynolds. He's a cocky pilot. I was like, is this Top Gun? It's, it's kind of like <laughs> is stealth. Is this Iron Man? It's more like stealth because they have robot robot planes. Yeah, so he's late. He wakes <laughs> yeah, Iron up. Iron Man too, yeah. He's just bedded some lady, and then he's like, you know, driving his Let car. Let yourself out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Out. He lays up. There's water in the tap. Boom. Uh, that's also exactly like a scene from Iron Man. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Know, yeah. So he's like, uh, he makes it, what is he? He like works for some company. He's like a pilot, a test pilot, and he, uh, him and Blake Lively are flying, and a third person. Uh, so they're they're fighting like these AI jets or Wait, something. Isn't like that. Blake Lively like the daughter of the guy who owns this company, yes. or it's like a naval base or something? It's like an Not aviation naval base, firm or something. It, yeah, like that. which makes sense, like for like why you know this young woman is you know in such a position of authority. Yeah, she's the same age as Ryan Reynolds and Peter <laughs> yeah. Sars guy. She's, a, she's the daughter of the guy who owns it. She's a military brat. Okay, I can uh, I can buy oh, it. Oh, Tim Robbins, chewing it up in this film. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish he was in it more. I Every wish time was, I say Tim Robbins, I want to say Tim Robinson. And I was like, I wish Tim <laughs> Robinson was in this film. <laughs> I keep thinking you guys are going to say Tim Roth. And I'm like, he's not in this movie, is he? Oh, he's in She-Hulk, though. Never forget, he came back to play his character from That's The, the Incredible Hulk. Um, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how could we forget? So, <laughs> we forget the movie you worked on. We can't on. forget what we don't know. <laughs> well, I didn't work on it. Uh, Colin did. Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, He's in the movie. He plays the abomination. I do. I was his stand-in. I'm also a very, very short man. Um, so yeah, Wait, is Tim Roth a very short man? Oh yeah, remember Planet of the Apes? Yeah, yeah, he's, oh. he's teeny. Did tiny. you guys see that interview going around of Paul, uh, Paul Giamatti, Giamatti being yeah. like, "I loved being in Planet of the Apes." Yeah, it's great. He did it on his GQ where they kind of do one on ones. Yeah, and yeah. then they did it with the actors round table, and then they were almost trying to like shame him, mm-hmm. like yeah. em- embarrass him, and he like, just oh, you had to he play was so like, he just loved playing that. Like, and you could, I you recently could just heard on Twitter that Paul Giamatti has a podcast called the Chinwag. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, yeah, I just heard about that too and I should probably check it out. And he's like explaining to Tom Hanks the time travel episode of Deep uh, Space Nine, The Visitor. <laughs> this is <laughs> like a great insane. episode. That's a classic. This is crazy. I have to start listening to this now. Yeah, Paul Giamatti sounds like a very uh, fun guy. He loves talking about aliens and Sasquatches and wow. stuff like that on the... Yeah, I know he's this got is... He's got a great speaking voice this too. This is slightly off topic, but do you think he could win an oscar this year or yes. i think he's Ooh. gonna lose to, to killian murphy for yeah. oppie but he'll definitely killian be murphy though no the issue with that is gonna be that people are gonna give it to robert downey jr mm. for, and then maybe they think... won't give it to both robert downey and killian you're right that doesn't yes. happen too too often to Look have yeah. two people win but then the again team. the argument would be in the holdovers that uh, Devine Joy well, Randolph yeah. is going to get the award. I think that so they may not. It's true. So give it to Paul. Yeah. Um, Has I Paul ever won an Oscar? No. Oh, that's surprised. I, he didn't even get nominated for Sideways. Yeah, I don't for Shoot 'Em Up. But, <laughs> I don't 
know if he's been I think maybe he was nominated maybe for like Cinderella Man or something I'm Ugh. not sure I never saw it but I think he was a supporting I, I, I could be talking out of my ass but um, I'm sure he will get nominated and, and he'll get to go to the Oscars so that's nice um, but yeah. he should win for the holdovers that's my he's opinion terrific. he's terrific yeah, I don't think that Cillian Murphy was bad mm-hmm. I thought he was great but as far as who I preferred mm-hmm. I would prefer Giamatti yeah I prefer Paul Giamatti to win an Oscar too that's mm-hmm. who I'll be cheering for uh, we'll see it'll be like a split he'll win a bunch of awards at other ceremonies that nobody cares about yeah, but they like have the big dinners for and- well, yeah, he already yeah, yeah. did win a Golden Globe mm-hmm. oh he did win uh, who won for best dramatic performance I think Killian he- Murphy okay so that's yeah, a split so he won like the- between them the uh, comedy uh, movie mm-hmm. and then Giamatti went to, to In-N-Out there's that yeah pic- that's right yeah. Eating so, so, yeah. so that's the thing that like people do when they win awards they go to In-N-Out I don't know I think it yeah. well he did it it's yeah. kind of just mm-hmm. like his character in Sideways where he drinks a that's special right, yeah. wine and eats it with a burger okay <laughs> and he's dating the dominatrix that abused him in the TV show Billions oh yeah that's right <laughs> I haven't seen Billions so um... nah, it doesn't seem like a show for me I'm glad Paul Giamatti's having fun <laughs> with it I guess um, Paul Giamatti's been such on the downslope too because he was in like Jungle Cruise and he was like they didn't let me do what I wanted to do like, I didn't even I know like, he was oh, in that's that sad. neither did yeah. I uh, so getting back to this, do you think Ryan Reynolds will win an Oscar? <laughs> he's, For what? he's won the Oscar of life. He's like a billionaire now after selling or that. MTV Movie Awards. What is enough for Ryan Reynolds? Because he's in like a rock-like place, right? He's Where got, people don't seem to like him very much anymore. I, I just don't. He doesn't care. He's got his Mint Mobile. He just well, sold that. He has his uh, football uh, team. He bought a he's, football team. He's got his aviation gin. He bought his yes. football team because he made hundreds and hundreds of millions selling Mint Mobile. So, Oh, does yeah. he not own mint mobile anymore no he sold it he's still yeah but he's advertising for it still well you probably stay on as like the spokesman oh okay yeah he sold it just to make a billion dollars when you sell your company i think you there's like a clause where they kind of keep you on for like okay an extra like five years or something whatever did you guys hear that the rock is like i'm gonna make real movies now please fuck off (laughs) he hasn't made a real movie since brothers film oh my god yeah the safty brothers safty brother brother yeah they broke up (laughs) yeah Oh, it's just like when the Coens split off. They did like that. well, at least the Coens had a longer run than like a couple movies. <laughs> three movies, like yeah, the three movies. Um, uh, what's happening in the world of well, uh, Green Lantern? They're, right they're now? fighting the AI jets. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds like uh, crashes. Uh, he, so in the comic, he cra- he finds the um, alien in the desert. Oh, like, after during he- like he crashes his plane, that he finds it, which makes a lot of sense. No, in this, the ring found him because of this stunt he pulls, a, a uh, Maverick-esque stunt. Yeah, but it doesn't really find him because, like, 20 minutes pass, and then he's walking down the street, and he's like, whoa! No, you're right. He also just happens upon the crash landing. Um, well, he doesn't happen upon. No, it, it teleports him to it. Yeah, it oh, finds, is that what happened? Yeah, okay. because Tamora Morrison is, is dying in his spacecraft, and then he, he looks at his ring, and he's like, choose well, and then this big, like, blob flies out of his ring and goes to find ryan reynolds or something yeah it's bad that's not good the accidental stuff of the uh comic is uh, much more compelling than him being teleported there which is a big problem with this movie of ryan reynolds constantly being teleported to new locations yeah he has no like agency of his own really but it's like it, it, tamora morrison crashes it seems like on a like you don't see people there but there's buildings like a and dock stuff. it's, it's like, like a fisherman's it's, wharf yeah it's not in the middle of nowhere yeah. yeah, I mean, if it, if he did just happen to find him, that would be a little more interesting for the Hal Jordan character because it would be like, well, am I really worthy of this? Because yeah, I really exactly. wasn't That's chosen. That's the whole point. And this is like, I was chosen, so I have to live up to 
the spirit of the lantern because it chose me. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, that would make like way a, more sense yeah. than him like being it forced upon him. Well, it's a chosen no. one narrative that we've seen a yeah. million times. So this the movie gets really uh, bad. <laughs> I'm going to say really bad now. Uh, convoluted. Because at this point, he gets the ring, he tries to use it, and then we get introduced to Peter Sarsgaard, who has, like, a parallel narrative with what's going on with Hal Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so apparently, uh, um, Parallax, which is the bad guy, there was a little, the there was a little piece yeah. of, of it in um, Tamora Morrison's heart, and, like, it, like, flies out no he gets pricked so he gets pricked okay. yeah so uh amanda waller yeah played his by penis yeah. just like <laughs> yes. amanda waller is in this yeah, movie so played... it's not amanda waller she plays a different character called amanda knox i think no she's no, amanda they, waller. they said amanda waller she, in the movie did they say amanda waller yeah. she was like, well she gets killed in this movie well well it's not canon you don't see her body <laughs> she comes back and suicide i'm pretty squad. sure she says dr amanda waller played by and they do played by angela bassett who would, oh, who I would don't later think, be in I, I, I heard Amanda and I went, oh, they said a different name. No, no I they said God, Waller because we both yeah. were like, oh my God, Amanda Waller. Yeah. Okay. And um, we didn't even see the first Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Um, so she wakes, <laughs> We're Johnny come lately. She wakes him up. I guess she's like a scientist. He's a scientist. Uh, they're in this secret lab where they've got Timur Morrison's crash spaceship and his, <clears throat> his corpse. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard's like investigating the corpse and he, he it, like pricks his finger. He's like mm-hmm. investigating this yellow residue on uh, Tamora Morrison. And then he gets like kind of infected by parallax, That's which has giant, hilarious giant results. <laughs> Gave him a big testicle head. Well, the thing is like, then why did Speaking they just... of making decisions. Oh why did they just give Peter Sarsgaard like a regular haircut? They have to make him like horrifically bald with like and a mullet. The the movie, he's like in a wheelchair, barely moves. His head is he's like the gigantism uh, Ken Griffey Jr. from Simpsons. Yeah, he looks like they make him look like the elephant man. He does. Yeah. So it's basically like like a jock beating up on a nerd by the end of the movie. Yeah. So true. And like I know they 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 really try and pile on this term wasn't around back then that he's an incel um, because he like sniffs Blake Lively's hair he's like got pictures of her around his apartment he's like I wanted you from the moment I met you which is really sick if you consider they met when they were kids but I guess that's the, that's they're really trying to play into making you hate him yeah and uh, you kind of just feel bad they're for piling him. on it yeah I, I didn't yeah uh, he's just such a sad pathetic loser I felt bad for him a little bit especially yeah it's like when he's around Tim Robbins it's hilarious this is like father and son <laughs> And like Tim Robbins, if Peter Sarsgaard looks like thirty years older than Tim yeah, Robbins. Yeah, it's like yeah. if you just dyed Tim Robbins' hair, he would look like yeah, ten years thing, younger. Uh, Sarsgaard Sar- has for him is a very effeminate uh, uh, f- voice. Yeah, he's yeah. but he's he's like a foot and a half shorter. <laughs> he's got this like he's also like crouched receding down. hairline with like this gigantic mullet and like this <laughs> creeper mustache. <laughs> I hope my my head uh, doesn't grow ten <laughs> times the size because my mullet's gonna look terrible. <laughs> And it does. We've got some really like skeezy mustaches in this movie. Uh, Sinestro, who we're introduced yeah, to later. Yeah, I don't later. like his mustache. Uh, yeah, he's got the creepy perv mustache. Because <laughs> Ryan Reynolds can't get that Green Lantern ring activated for 40 minutes uh. until at a bar, he seemingly brutally murders three men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, we haven't mentioned that our friend Taika Waititi is in. Uh, he's in, not he, our friend. Uh, sorry, Hal Jordan's friend. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is he's not our friend. I had he, completely forgotten because I, I didn't know who the hell he was at this point. So, well, I think this is you know 
the first time many audiences would have seen was he coming off of uh what we do in the shadows no that's way later isn't it well maybe not way later but i think that was like 2015 maybe uh the original because i remember because when he came to tiff and what we do in the shadows was out he was not famous yeah 2014 because mm-hmm. i remember him jermaine clement and uh peter kaplowski we were all standing in a hallway talking mm. uh in between movies during tiff they would never do that now they would never no. they would never engage with you <laughs> no no one was stopping them uh yeah he was just there yeah. taika watiti he got famous because of his shorts that he directed Oh, I uh, did not know that. You because at the Oscars he tried to get all of uh, the other people that were nominated for short films to do what he did, which is pretend to be asleep <laughs> when they showed them on camera. And you can see him doing it, but nobody else is. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I think he. I don't know. I, people are very down on him these days because he's made some bad movies, and uh, you know, he's he was in Free Guy, and he was very annoying in that. He's funny in Free Guy. I, think, I like him in Free Guy. I think he's made some really, really great, uh, great things over the years. Yeah. So uh, I think he's. He, he, but he's, he's got too big for his he's, britches. He's, yeah. It's the Judd apatow yeah. uh maybe i mean was, did he do love and thunder i think it's yeah he oh did, yeah he but did i think it's terrible. mainly his comments uh, uh about effects uh oh he t- talked badly about effects he was shit talking the effects in like uh his own movie mm. in one of those like oh G- was he yeah one of those gq things and like oh, oh yes it was everyone the, like, turned him. against him they're like fuck you dude mm. yeah well it was kind of like because his movies feel very half-assed yeah and- uh, which it which is funny because like thor ragnarok doesn't feel half-assed no it feels like it has like, like there's decisions style and, and stuff decision. like that but love and thunder feels half-assed yeah, and then when that video came out uh, of him like shit talking the effects uh the effects artists are like i've worked with him he fucking sucks he can like never he's like an asshole and he can never make a decision on anything oh boy Ugh, that's the worst was like, oh, well, right. he is, is he still doing his one for them one for me i don't know uh well he made next goal wins which sat on that, a shelf for three years because the cannibal was in it and then that came out yeah, i mean i liked hunt for the wilder people that's <laughs> that and by great. that i mean army hammer was in it in case people oh, yeah, are wondering no, I, what I, the cannibal is. I, know, I know what you're talking about <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People is amazing. Yeah, I love really that movie. Good. Yeah, so I mean, he can still make good movies, but uh, yeah, I, I think you're right that his persona is kind of um, getting bigger than he just, maybe, he's maybe just the man. Like, uh, yeah, he's like got this arrogance now, and it's just like eh. yeah, it's, it's, I think it's the arrogance. Well, That's what people don't like. The success and the you know money can change you. You know, yeah, maybe. Uh, he's really funny. You used though. to be cool, he was, Taika. He's very he funny in cool. that first What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Oh, he's so funny. What we do. Have you really watched good. TV show What We Do in the Shadows? It's very We've funny. We've only yeah, seen really a good. couple episodes here and Shot there. in Toronto, too, yeah. even yeah. though it's supposed to be. Not, uh, I don't know where it is. Uh, but It's in New York, the island. Matt Berry is really funny in that yeah. show. I love Matt I mean, Berry. Did you hear that Matt Berry showed up at a screening of. Um, Dark Garth Marenghi. Dark Place. Yeah, he just showed up. We were there. Oh, you were there when he showed up, and he's like, yeah, somebody told me this was happening. I saw him in the lobby and then i didn't tell you guys because i wanted it to be a surprise mm-hmm. and uh then he just walks on stage and, and was talks. he like hello april i'm a big fan of- did you he, see him talk and were you looking around to see if he was dubbed by someone else <laughs> he he just talked briefly about the show 
and mm. uh, it was a real treat and that was like sold out screening too it was great um, the host was like almost hyperventilating yeah like he, could, he was dressed was as, that brendan roth i don't know but he was dressed as Garth uh, it might have been i can't remember but he's like oh i recommend you go to sneaky d's they're really great <laughs> they're down the street <laughs> that's that's a dive bar i think in, somebody in yeah i was like uh we're the best nachos in town and he was like sneaky d's man yeah um, was, I would love if he's like a Gilbert Godfrey like character. He's like, oh well, <clears throat> yeah, this is my normal voice. I don't even have an accent. Yeah. I mean, he actually did talk a little bit about Toast of London, which was great. Which is a, oh, a I favorite, love Toast of London. It's great. Yeah, um, he wasn't like he's very subdued, like in real life. Yeah, like, of course, he's very yeah. like low key. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was very. Funny. He was like Loki. No. Speaking of Loki, <laughs> yeah. Green Lantern, oh, the movie boy. we're supposed to be talking about. So we've got uh, what okay. Happens? So um, Ryan Reynolds goes to Lanternville and learns to okay, be a lantern. Yeah, this is when the movie completely loses me. Where I should like this, but like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> like on, on pencil, you know, it, on pencil, on, on paper. paper. <laughs> Jesus, if you're writing with pencil, that's a real Justinism. <laughs> but it's you know, it all sounds wacky. And I remember the the build up to this was like, man, this is going to be the most cosmic of the DC oh, yeah. movies and blah blah. I blah. remember the producer being like, it's taking us an extra year. Because we need to make up sound effects that have never existed before. <laughs> it's like, all right, calm just, down. You just hear that same like creaky door. But that scream again. What is it? The the homeland or the homeworld of the? It's Oa or something like that. Oa, yeah. And okay. so you're thinking, okay, man, this is gonna be this magical world and the sights we've never seen and is literally it just looks like and it's the way it's shot too it's just framed like a like a mortal Kombat game everything yeah is, we're never gonna leave this one bridge one, for the entire time that we're everything here it's just floating platforms and everything is shot in like profile so it's just like characters facing one another and it's just like begin fight and then he has so he has like a little training montage with um jeffrey rush alien and michael clark duncan alien uh, and who does he play is uh, toma ray can i just say my favorite thing i guess is uh i like jeffrey rush alien i like the design of that alien he looks different and weird he has like a beak but he's like yeah like he a, looks like, like that lizard. in the comic yeah, yeah. all of the uh aliens are pretty accurate to the way they look in the comic book yeah i mean maybe it's a little bit not like you know practical looking of course mm-hmm. but also it was annoying that his character is barely in this yeah like i'm not saying i want him through i'm the going whole movie, to do the introduction yeah. and then hello hal jordan yeah. and then you will not see me again yeah, and then he shows up the end very briefly yeah and that's about it but like michael clark duncan shows up here as kilowog he's like the the combat such trainer a, such a great voice uh another great voice as well but then but the combat training speaking of people who are not in this movie like he, i think he leaves after this scene he then, shows up yeah, at the end it. too briefly but he's yeah like, can i train them or can i train them it's like you didn't do anything you just like hit him with a bunch of light beams and like that's it he just kind of beat him up but yeah he kind of like learns the powers of the green lantern which is like he can't have fear anything that you can think of you can manifest with the the power ring or whatever Mm -hmm. which you have to charge by the way like every (laughs) night like like you're charging the lantern yeah so he kind of like that that puts limits on it that's why they've always done that yeah okay okay um but uh okay so what do we think about mark strong in this movie i like him i mean he mark strong is one of those guys that always gives a good performance because like um who's another person uh is it yeah keith carradine like you can't get a bad (laughs) keith carradine performance No, not Keith Carradine. What the hell? <laughs> like, what do you, what do you think? About I love Keith Carradine. <laughs> I think he was pretty good in uh, 
OS, sorry. Keith David, that's who I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Keith David, okay. you're uh, the classic right. mistake. Um, Keith Carradine. Confusing Keith, Keith David, Carradine sure. and Keith David. <laughs> Fucking hell. My God. <laughs> um, but yeah, Keith David like and Mark Strong have those kind of voices. They do, yeah. That there's so much presence there and like weight behind them. It's like them. all they have to do is like speak. And Mark Strong looks absolutely ridiculous. In he this looks movie. completely different. Than he does in real life. Yeah, it might be the, yeah, might he's be the got the little mustache. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's pink. He's got the yeah. little pervy mustache. And I think he, like they pink. made his head bigger, much bigger, and he's got like this gigantic forehead again with like this little pointy widow's peak. Like mm-hmm. you know, he does look like that in the comics. <laughs> Mark Strong is like, do I get a full head of hair because I'm all CGI? It's like, no, yeah, we'll sorry, see. Mark. Well, hey, if you piss me off, Mark, you're getting a ball sack head like uh, <laughs> like Sars- yeah, <laughs> Peter Sarsgaard. <laughs> You'll have more hair than you do now. <laughs> Uh, Sinestro. Sinestro. Now, (laughs) Sinestro. uh, I never knew him as a good guy. No, he's always a villain. He's always the villain. So the fact that they're trying to pass him off as like the secret villain, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, or as like a good... In the mid-credit sequence, you're like, not Sinestro! Like, his name is Sinestro. He looks like how he does. Yeah. (laughs) He's played by That reminds me of a great line in, is it? Bumblebee, where John Cena's like, they're called the Decepticons. Why are we making a deal with them? <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's good he's, joke. He's got it's true. It's, yeah, there you go. And also, John Cena would like to apologize for calling Taiwan a country. <laughs> uh, can I do this in uh, Mandarin? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's he's got a great commanding presence. He's true. He doesn't believe that you know Hal Jordan can. He believes like the ring chose wrong. You know. you know, a major issue with this film, there is no villain over all of it. Like, Hal Jordan is not fighting anyone. No. There is no, no it's threat. threat it's just stuff is happening. It's just parallax is coming to Earth. But, but we don't know, don't like, know that. who or what it is. Like, there is like a, oh, wait, there's a Wait, wait, can you hear parallax? <laughs> <laughs> nope, there he is. Big old poop There's cloud. a backstory where there's these little alien guys with big heads and they're like the council of the lanterns i guess mm-hmm. and yeah. they one of them tried to stop this no one of them became became parallax somehow i can't really remember how yeah i can't um, remember but they like entomb him in like a i don't know a planetoid but yeah the, 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 you're right the issue is uh parallax is not a character you don't even really know what it, it just says it wants to eat planets i guess it definitely wants to destroy earth for some reason. They do kind of like cut back and forth between, I think like Mark Strong takes like a, a team of Lantern Corps out to fight Parallax at one point and they realize that- Yeah, they, and they get defeated. They can't. And then he's like, well, we have to use, he's using their fear against them. It's like, uh, which is kind of, it's a it's a cool death. He like kind of- Oh yeah, I like that. screaming and he kind of sucks their skeletons out of their- Yeah, their, don't they turn into skeletons? They like grab like, No, their... it's like they come, the, the skeletons come out of their body. Out of yeah, their body. And then they kind of- I fall. mean, when you say they use their fear, it makes it sound like Parallax is going to be like, I'm a big clown, yeah. or I'm snakes. And that doesn't really happen. Not really, no. They just scream and then they turn into these <laughs> husks that the like, fall on the ground. But um, And then, yeah, he goes back to the council and is like kind of pleading with them, like, we have to harness the, the yellow energy, which is the energy of our enemies. Yeah, so in the comics, like, yellow is the one thing a Green Lantern can't do anything against, the color yellow. Right, okay. So it's like the, the power of fear or something, and that's what yeah. parallax is it's yellow, because that's what exits your body the second you feel it. Yeah, exactly. But it And it kind of turns into like a Lord of the Rings here. They, they have to like forge this ring using like the power of the enemy. Right? Yep. 
That's right. That is right. <laughs> Sorry, we all went silent. No, Maybe we were too afraid. April, April went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She, we said yellow so many times. She's like, oh, that reminds me. Uh, so, yeah, at this point, Hal Jordan just, like, from the big fantastical uh, planet, he just goes back to Earth for, like, a dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> that the, like, military's having. Yeah, it's, it's in the, like, front yard of this aviation company that Blake Lively's mm. father aviation gin yeah exactly but it has all the same design it's like that kind of art deco styling and stuff he's just ripping and ripping at this point head. you're like I can't wait for the big action scene involving oh <laughs> they're just a, a, a helicopter crashes and then he makes a hot wheel car now Green is track. this present in the theatrical version because it is in the extended yes. one where he visits his nephew yeah oh, okay yeah yeah with their sort of just playing he gives him like oh, a plane yeah. or something I forgot that that was in this movie. It's, it's very kind of brief. Like, what? Like, why? Why? His nephew is in one scene. Right? Yeah, it's very brief. So, like, Peter Sarsgaard. What is like? They're celebrating. They just landed this huge contract or something like that. A military contract. Um, Tib Robbins is like saying hi, but then like Peter Sarsgaard can kind of like read minds, so he can hear what people are saying about him. Yeah, his powers are so ill-defined to the point where he can just do anything. Like towards the end. Yeah, but it does like take a toll on his body he can like he has telekinesis doesn't he like it he mm-hmm. throws one of his students in an earlier scene <laughs> yes and he thinks like what a loser they deserve it i'm not a loser <laughs> um yeah, he's so yeah vindictive so like tim robbins is taking off in this helicopter which seems like a terrible idea by the way how close this helicopter is taking off uh next to like hundreds of people in this yard yeah <laughs> like this is how bad things happen and what does he do and peter sarsgaard like that's how you get a real Twilight Zone style oh, situation. God exactly. Special guest director John Landis. Uh, oh no! What if John Landis showed up in the scene? Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, we're just making a little joke. <laughs> Not <laughs> a very funny joke. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're laughing, so it works. It goes out of control, and it like goes well, towards shoots, Blake Lively. He shoots like a beer keg or something at him, like a a, a beer tap blows mm. off and hits the helicopter, like rotor or something like that yeah uh it's gonna crash again terrible idea um and then what does he do he turns into green lantern and <laughs> what does he do it's gonna crash onto the ground and then he just puts he creates like, a racetrack he turns it into like a monster mobile <laughs> like hot wheels a dragula <laughs> yeah like a yeah. hot wheels car yeah and then he creates like a wait is that what you call hot wheels car monster mobile no it looks like <laughs> a, the monsters had like a, a, had hot, a, a yeah, like yeah. a hot rod car <laughs> Who was that famous? Which is not the Dragula. Don't get confused. Oh, sorry. Who was that famous uh, artist? What, uh, Rob Zombie? No. Rob Zombie? No. Uh, illustrator who would draw those like uh, oh, dragster cars. Oh, uh, like Ratfink? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what his name is. Oh, Big Dad. Ed, uh, Big Ed Big Daddy Rob. That's right. Okay. Yeah. It looked like one of those cars. Oh, man. I would love if like Ratfink showed up and he's like, <laughs> and he's driving around. It seems to be what it, like, it looks like one of those hot rods. It's got like the big kind but of engine. But keep in mind, mm. it's green. Everything yes. is green. He has green cartoon powers. So he's like, every everything that he imagines is something that like a 12-year-old would imagine. Yeah. Did you know that there was going to be a version of this that was going to start Jack Black? And it was going to be a more comedic <laughs> version? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, would that be kind of like the Green Hornet with Seth Rogen? Uh, I think it would have probably been more funny. It would have probably made more like butt farting or something like that. It was a Green Lantern. Fart and it would be like a green cloud that okay, comes out of his but, ass. Yeah. Like, that's insane, though, that they would even be considering someone as a superhero that who is not jacked. 
Um, Why not? Jack Black. Um, it's a comedian. I mean, he's Jack. It's right there in the name. Yeah. Jack Black. They could make uh, the costume CG and then make him all ripped. He has just like a big head <laughs> on this like tiny body. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, it, anyway, uh, uh, we need to move on. But I need to talk about something in this movie that okay. I haven't mentioned. Oh, something serious? Yet. Oh, my God. I absolutely hate the way this movie looks. It's too yeah. dark. It is it's crazy. so contrasty. And no, it was not our television we checked. Um, the blacks are so crushed. I cannot see shit. And I, I and it's it's a very different. I can't see what's going on from movies yeah. now, which are I think of like Godzilla, King of the, King of the Monsters, where it's just like gray and dusty and what. This is uh, there's like too much contrast. This, everything is like key light, and there's no fill. Everything, anywhere. every every scene, no matter what time of day, it, 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 there's a huge shadows on half of everybody's yeah. face, and all the interiors are just lit by like one window that's yeah. like shining light in, and there's like no shadow detail. It's just all so it's crushed. just black, and uh, it's very difficult to, uh, it, and also ha- almost has that Michael Bay saturated look, but like not quite. Maybe it was the style of the time. But yeah, well, it sucked. horribly ugly. <laughs> Couldn't um, stand it. So now Sarsgaard's head starts to grow, uh, which is really funny. Yeah. Uh, Until he ends up in a this, wheelchair. This had to have been all practical, Justin, don't you think? I mean, <laughs> oh, not yeah. the growing part. His big head? Yeah. He pr- yeah, it definitely looks like a big giant ball sack <laughs> CG. glued he, to he the... He probably like insisted on this. He's like, bigger, <laughs> You can't bigger. do the CG. <laughs> no, he's like, I want it practical. He seems like the type of guy who would want it like practical. Yeah, well, I want to be like the wolf man. Sarsgaard um, kind of disappeared. He's not really, in, he was he, he was in a lot for a while and uh, I don't know what he's doing now. Yeah, I don't know. They don't need any like sweaty freaks to appear in their movies anymore. <laughs> no, he. I think he did a lot of indies. Um, Garden yeah, State. Indiana, Indiana Jones <laughs> movies. Yeah. I, I do like him in this movie. Um, no, I think he's a good actor. He, whenever he screams, it's like, it's like a, girlish shriek it's like <laughs> like really high pitched love that he's giving it his all man um, and he's the main villain of this film yeah. ladies and gentlemen yeah well we need to skip ahead to when uh that shit in the lab is going down and the Amanda Waller brings him in he's like Ugh. he looks, <laughs> he looks like <laughs> such shit <laughs> and she's just like staring at him he's more foam rubber than man uh, yeah and uh, then it, the movie has a really weird ending where it's like uh, Green Lantern and man in wheelchair who can barely move <laughs> have the big knockdown drag out fight and then it's over and then there's another scene where they go back to another lab and have another big, yeah, big fight. Yeah, there's multiple like, lab what? fight scenes. Like Amanda Waller gets like, he like shoves her. Well, uh, well, well they're the like, uh, don't worry, scene. we're going to heal you. Yeah, they want to yeah, like experiment on Tim him. Tim Robbins like, is like, son. Yeah, <laughs> like, it'll be okay. I just want to help so, you. So he's using. But then I get my favorite scene, yeah. which is Tim Robbins uh, being lit on fire <laughs> with a flamethrower. And he's like, ah! two, Yeah, he like traps uh, Tim Robbins in like an office and then uses these two robots robotic arms to shoot like flames at him yeah and then him and and i don't think there is a zoom into his face but it feels like there yeah. is yeah. <laughs> and then he like bursts into flames there's a lot of people in this movie uh dying like really bad cg explosions and and fire mm-hmm. just like the dad yeah i mean yeah he throws amanda waller like up high against like a piece of a, a plate glass, glass yeah, yeah. but she so just she falls you just don't you don't see her die but she does fall quite away Okay, so maybe she lived and she would later form the suicide. She squad. had reconstructive surgery to look like. Uh, Vi- I can guarantee Viola you, Davis. you will see Mr. Green Lantern show up in Deadpool 3 to be killed. Oh, I bet you. Well, I mean, yeah. 
Uh, but how are they allowed to do that? Because it'll be a parody because like, they okay. did it in Deadpool it, too. Remember? Did, well, I didn't see Deadpool too, but I heard. I oh, heard about how it. do those epic Deadpool kills Ryan Reynolds, who's reading the script of Green Lantern? Right. I like how he says yeah. in the the first Deadpool, he's like, "Oh, we're gonna give you a, an outfit or a uniform." And he's like, "But don't make it animated or CGI." Mm-hmm. And then it's like the Deadpool mask is like CGI. It is CGI and animated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with this movie. That match. Yeah, <laughs> Not the structure, the lack of villain, yeah. an annoying hero, no action. I mean, it is funny. Definitely the CGI match. He shows up mask. to Blake Lively's after he saves her, and he's like kind of doing a voice, and she's. it takes her a second, and she's like, how? But it's like, is she joking? Because she's like, of course it's you. I, I you're, You've covered it's yeah, 5% yeah, she's of your she's face. She's like, I know who you are. No, she's like, yeah. you covered your cheekbones. The worst part is, yeah, it's and then his like, eyes go white when he has the mask on. The mask yeah. does not look like it's there on him. Uh, and then his feet. <laughs> this his might feet. be the worst. If you look up the Green Lantern costume feet, he has like toes. It's mm. like he's wearing those like Vibram, like five fingers. Those shoes those run- that have those, toes. Those running he shoes. He has toes on his he shoes. He does, yeah. <laughs> it, you look it up. Just Google it. It's never really noticed. funny. Yeah, it's just so off putting. Uh, yeah, it's gross. And then he like. Yeah, him and Peter Sarsgaard have a fight. Uh, and he gives him his ring, which is kind of a good idea, I guess. He's he like, like a you chikaroo. could be a lantern. It, basically, he was like, don't you want to not be ugly? That's That was what was not said, but you freak. said. Yeah, he's um, like, uh, once you're a green lantern, Blake Lively's going to be all over you. And she's going to get to choose. Don't you want to know what what would happen? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then he tries to use the ring, and it's like, ha-ha, you have to be a lantern. You have to be chosen to use the ring. And it backfires on him. I'm chosen. I'm one of God's people. <laughs> not you, uggo. <laughs> Peter Sarsgaard in a wheelchair with your big... Ball sack head. And then Parallax shows up and uh, sucks Peter Sargar's skeleton, deformed skeleton, out of his uh, body. And he's just attacking, like, the world. And Ryan Reynolds uh, manages to stop him somehow. And then they go to space. Yeah, he fights him on Earth and he's he's conjuring all these, like... When this movie was coming out, they put the entire climax as a clip for the movie you could watch online. Whoa, they were that desperate. And I remember watching this and going, wait a minute. This is, they didn't show the the climax, did they? And they (laughs) They did. did. They did. Oh my God. Yeah, it's pretty lame. But what what does he create on Earth? I can't can't even remember. It's all right, a catapult. A catapult. And then maybe like like rockets or something. And he has like a big Gatling gun he's shooting at him or something. And then like fighter jets and rockets. The thing is, how do you shoot a cloud? I don't know. (laughs) He had a much better idea taking him up to space and leading him towards the sun. Um, to which I say, uh, why didn't that burn up Ryan Reynolds? I guess he just has special it, lantern it, it, power. It's implied that like he, uh, the bigger it is, the more the gravitational pull of the sun will pull you in. Okay. Sure, mm. whatever. But then he also conjures like rockets and fighter yeah. jets that are pulling him away. Yeah. But it's like, it's so vague, like what hurts Parallax? I don't know. Yeah. Really. And then like his space cop friends show up, the other lanterns, and they're like, we did absolutely nothing, yeah. but good job. Sinestro we're, we're clearly kind of, a team. Sinestro <laughs> saves him and he's like, good job, human. And then we get this big ending where Sinestro's, it's like the hip hip hooray. Like the, yeah. <laughs> he's talking to all the space cop people. Yeah. Some of the designs are really funny actually there's like like jellyfish and like kind of stick insect ones yeah that was funny i appreciate that it's just all framed so blandly and like 
it's all flat and well it all looks like a screensaver background yeah unfortunately. it, it looks like a, that's exactly what it looks like a windows 95 yeah, yeah it doesn't feel lived in no i would say yeah it's just like a, a mortal kombat background yeah mortal kombat too. <laughs> yeah, yeah you yeah, can see that good. um so yeah blah 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 everyone's great um and then we get this stinger halfway through the credits that's uh sinestro putting on the yellow ring which so he, it was established earlier he they, they forged it he, they forged he, it from the parallax pa- power yeah power. It's oh like, it's i wonder like what's gonna happen the only way we can fight him <clears throat> well yeah. you're never gonna find out yeah. Yeah. i mean of course they were even back then doing the thing where we can't just have a movie about about the villain you all know right we have to make it a lesser villain and then come back to the theater for yeah. the real villain yeah but it's like they kill off hector hammond parallax and now they're only left with sinestro so whatever well parallax as a poop cloud did infect hal jordan in the comics where then he completely destroyed uh a city oh how See, did that's he, wiped how it how off did he live with himself see that uh they kind of killed him off because they wanted to replace him with a new green lantern kyle rayner and then uh hal jordan for a while was the specter i don't think that character's appeared anywhere in live action who's kind of like a supernatural judgment character Hmm. and now he's back he's green lantern again god did you guys say what you liked about this movie yeah tim robbins blowing up i don't (laughs) think colin did uh no and i'm gonna say the biggest laugh for me was like the flashback to his dad taking off yeah. and giving the thumbs up as his plane blows up and exploding. And like the cheesiest looking like CG flames. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Okay, that's the movie. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> Leave that silent. We're just, just thinking about the choices we've made in this life. All right, maybe this wasn't the greatest pick, um, but I had always wanted to see it, and I finally. Did. And now you can finally uh, go off this mortal coil, yeah. knowing you've seen Green Lantern. It's one of those things where it's like I didn't hate it. It's just I can't even muster the energy to hate it because it didn't. Oh, I hated it. Didn't, it didn't like conjure any like I keep saying conjure, like it didn't. It didn't elicit any feelings in me. That were anything other than just like, eh. yeah, it's a little meh, um, and uh, so I, I can't honestly cannot recommend it. But I, it's not just like completely worthless. <laughs> I like how you say it as if you're, you're like, honestly, I can't recommend. it. <laughs> I know like, you guys really care about whether I recommend something. Hasn't, hasn't I mean, I will yeah. say like, scan through and watch like Peter Sarsgaard scenes because they're pretty funny. Yeah, um, you know, but uh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is a flat line, unfortunately. And, uh, but you know what? He's back to life in stuff like Red Notice shit. and yeah. I'm looking here where his most popular movies, Bullet Train. Oh, what? Oh God, he was in Bullet Train. Yeah. The Proposal. Do you like that one, April? I haven't seen it. So uh, if you want to email the pod. Oh, by the way, this uh, movie is available on Crave and uh, in Canada. If you want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com and we're on Twitter at no such thing pod and consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie. Bonus episode every two weeks plus a ton of other content and the next week's episode is about the Nick Cage movie Dream Scenario or is it Scenario? Tune in to find out. Sicario. <laughs> and if you want to email me or, or find me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at April Atmansky. You can find me on Twitter at Justin DeClue, also on Letterboxd under that name, and every week on the Very Fine Comic Book Podcast, where me and Mark, uh, me and, oh, Mark, Mike Wood <laughs> go through uh, comic books every week to introduce you to it. So check it out. Oh, and you can find me on Twitter, Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. 
And that's it for this week. Uh, let's hold off on the superhero movies for a while. Yeah, next Ryan Reynolds <laughs> film we should watch is Big Monster on Campus, where it looks like he plays a Frankenstein monster of some kind. Oh my God. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so see you soon. I'm April Ermanski. I'm Justin the Glue. I'm Colin Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. <laughs> and we'll be back for Red Notice 2 and 3, according to uh, Letterboxd. <laughs> oh my God.